2024 may be the most important year in decades. And in today's podcast, I'm going to be bringing you through the blueprint on how to actually win 2024 by mastering your mind, body, and emotions, and all coming together for self-development. The first thing we're going to go over is when people try to make the new version of themselves, the first thing that they do is they try to fix the old them. And I just don't believe in that. I don't believe in working on the old version of yourself. The main reason why is because you're going to be using pure willpower and willpower is going to burn out within three to four days. So a lot of us that have all these goals on January 1st, 2024, the willpower is going to be very high. The motivation is going to be very high. The gyms that you're going to are going to be packed. People are going to be goal setting. And it's a beautiful thing to see people have these goals and dreams. But within three to four days, things will start dying down. 21 days, things will be back to normal how it was in November of 2023. So the reason why this happens is because most people are trying to fix the old version of themselves and they don't have anything or any type of perspective or understanding the importance of building a new version of yourself. And when it comes down to building a new version of yourself, we have to build new perceptions, sensations, feelings, and thoughts. When the old version of you has the uh, has a relationship with you already and has a conscious experience, anytime an old perception, sensation, feeling, or thought come into play, guess what happens? The old you is triggered and it would stop you from taking action. So I'll give you a perfect example. If you had a goal of waking up early in the morning and you want to start working on yourself with self-development or you want to go to the gym or you want to meal prep, and when that alarm goes off, there's going to be a little voice in your head telling you how warm your bed is. It's going to be that little voice in your head telling you how you should get more sleep. That little voice in your head is going to tell you how you can do it again tomorrow, try again tomorrow. And that little voice in your head is the old version of you trying to stop you from progressing and becoming the best version of yourself. The old you will use your shadows, your weaknesses, and also fear to stop you from growing. One of the reasons why is because, especially after 25 years old, the mind loves to lock in onto the subconscious on whatever patterns you built prior to it. Because the more that the body can build something into the subconscious, the more it can focus on what's in front of it. So these things become habits because it helps the, it helps the psyche and helps the human survive, right? It's a program that helps us survive. So you don't have to think about breathing. You don't have to think about blinking. You don't have to think about digesting your food. All because your subconscious mind already has that subconsciously automated. Everything is automated. Well, unfortunately, a lot of the things that's automated too can be bad habits, belief systems that no longer work for us, negative thoughts, bad body posture. So these things are automated and they automatically put you into a certain mindset or posture or body language, etc. So what I'm going to be bringing you through today is how to get from the old version of you to the new version of you. And from everything from your mind, then your body, then your emotions, and then pulling it all together, because one of the biggest things you're going to see that's holding you back is something I call energy debt. So the first thing out of the 10 steps we're going to go over is something I created called the AHA method. The AHA method, A stands for awareness, H stands for honesty, and then the last A stands for action. Most people take action without awareness or People take action without being honest. And last but not least, people take action without being aware or honest. Therefore, people are taking action feeling like they're not getting results for the simple fact that they're not aware or they're not honest. 
So it's always important to first become aware, then to become honest, and then we can take rightful action. So as I go through this podcast episode with you, you're going to go through a stage of becoming aware of a lot of things. Then I have some, you know, mental exercises for you to become honest with yourself about some things. Then I'm going to give you actionable steps. So number two is going to be the subconscious mind. Most people hear about the subconscious mind. One of the, my favorite questions I ask clients when I see them or I have workshops, I'm like, what is the subconscious mind? And a lot of, you know, uh, some people know what it is or have a good definition, but most people are really unsure ex- what the subconscious mind is. And I'll break it down simply for you. We have something called the conscious mind, right? So as I'm talking to you right now, you could be conscious of me speaking, but as I'm speaking to you, there can be a possibility that you're tapping your foot or you're doing something with your hair or you're scrolling on social media or you're doing something that became an habit that you're doing without really recognizing. That's the subconscious. So the conscious is me speaking to you and you're being aware of me speaking to you. But subconsciously, you may be doing something totally different. The subconscious is very powerful because whatever paradigm or frequency that it is set at, it usually only allows the conscious to receive and accept information that levels with it. So I'll give you a perfect example. If someone is the old version of them and subconsciously they have a negative experience or a negative subconscious mind around nutrition itself, if somebody talks about nutrition in a way or if a person wants to take on nutrition to lose weight or build muscle, the subconscious will find ways not to accept this new paradigm or this new idea. And usually it would basically block it out and make it negative. So if someone goes, all right, I can get you, we're going to lose 15 pounds. We should be able to lose that in three months. The person will receive that information or make it as a goal, but the subconscious will immediately show you on how you can do it. If someone wants to build a business and as soon as they start learning a little bit about how to build a business and their subconscious mind has a negative consciousness around money or success or whatever the case may be, the subconscious mind will show you every way or tell you every way or make you feel every way that you cannot make that a possibility. See what I'm saying? So the subconscious mind is extremely tricky. It, it becomes our biggest enemy in a way until we become aware of why we feel the way we feel and we think the way we think. But if we just attack ourselves like, oh, I'm so negative or I shouldn't be thinking like that or I can't do this without becoming aware first of why it's doing that and what to do then we can have a you know pretty hard time. So usually I find anything with weight or, or goals or building a business and money, uh, usually the subconscious mind will pull a person into doubt, fear, and shame. Those are like them. And so guilt, fear, shame, or, and doubt are like the biggest four emotions that I see that the subconscious mind uses with a lot of my clients. And I've been through it myself. So how did this subconscious mind become negative in the first place. Well, the number one thing that can make something subconsciously negative rapidly and can become subconscious rapidly is trauma. So trauma becomes, goes right to the subconscious mind, literally through the five layers of energy. And if you don't know what the five layers of energy is, it's a concept I created, which is the nervous system is first. The second layer of energy is organs and glands. The third layer of energy is the muscles. The fourth layer of energy is emotions, energy, emotion. So the first three create an emotion, and then the fifth one is a subconscious. So whatever you continue to do with your nervous system, 
your organs and glands, your muscular system, and how you respond with emotions, the more it becomes subconscious. So usually through repetition, through the first four layers of energy, the fifth layer of energy will become automated, which is a subconscious mind. But trauma goes right through the first four layers of energy and becomes immediately subconscious, which means that trauma can make, uh, it can flip the five layers of energy around. So therefore people, the way they respond, the way they do things, usually the emotions is projected from their trauma and their subconscious. Their muscles, muscular system, like their body posture, the way they talk, the way they move is usually mirrored from the subconscious. Their organs and glands, their emotions, their nervous system, everything is a reflection of what happens subconsciously to the person. So a traumatized person, five layers of energy would be very different than a person who never experienced trauma. And the worse the trauma, the more it has embedded itself into the subconscious. And this is why trauma can be stored in the body, but most people can't teach you scientifically on why that's the case. And when they do, it can become very overwhelming for some people to understand. So I try to simplify it and I simplified it in my book that will be out later in 2024. 2024 is going to be a beautiful year, baby. Um, called The You You Never Knew. So as I'm teaching you here, I'm trying to teach you how to get from the old you to the new you. I do the same thing in the book and it's very powerful. I do it with many, many different clients. I did it with myself. I do it with my family. And like I said, the first stage is becoming aware first, right? So we're not attacking you. We're not telling you, oh, you got to go to the gym. You got to start eating better. Whoa, 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 slow down. Let's, <laughs> let's make you aware of things first. All right, the conscious mind is responsible for 10% of what's going on, but the subconscious controls 90%. So now you're starting to become aware of how powerful the subconscious mind is. So in or the first step that we want to become aware of is that we want to be able to make something that we want to accomplish in 2024, we want it to become subconscious. And the way that we make this subconscious is by first starting with something called self-image. So what happens here is if you utilize and you use your imagination and you think about accomplishing a new goal as the old version of you, the subconscious mind connects with the conscious experience of perception, sensation, feelings, and thoughts of the old version of you when you vision a goal. So that's when the doubt, the shame, the guilt, that's when all that comes in. But if you start to visualize the person that you're becoming instead in your mind, how do you look if you lose 15 pounds? How, do, how does your business look and you look when you're, you have your storefront or when you have your online business? How does your life change? I want you to start visualizing. What are you wearing? What kind of perfume or cologne are you wearing now? What neighborhood are you living in? What color is your hair? What kind of hairstyle do you have? And when you start, the more you visualize and you start getting that picture in your mind, the more you rep that out, right? You think about it all the time. Think about it, think about it, think about it. That's the second way you can make anything subconscious is repetition. But to start repping something out like a new habit without having a self-image of the person you're becoming can make it very difficult for, to make something subconscious and stay consistent for the simple fact that a person is going to be aligning with the old version of them and the subconscious mind already has a perfect conscious experience with that old you and knows exactly what to do to bring you down and make you stop because again the subconscious mind doesn't want to change because it's worried about survival that's the number one thing for a human being is survival so that is 
Number two, the subconscious mind. Now we understand why. I call it mastering the why, which helps you become a little more aware of something. We're going to go to number three. So why is it so hard for people to change, right? And I give you a little bit uh, a breakdown of explaining why it can be very difficult for some people to change because the subconscious mind doesn't want to change, but there's a bigger layer of what's really going on in, the, in behind the scenes, and I call it energy debt. And energy debt is something that you can find in each and every person. There's two main things that causes the third thing to respond. So I'm going to break, the, break these down for you. I'm going to explain what the energy debt is. I want you to imagine a cycle, right? So it's a, like, like a nice little cycle that's going around. There's three arrows going into one area. I mean, one direction in the cycle. Now, number one, you're going to find, and they're not, it could be number one or number two for the both one. I mean, for the first two, it depends on the person but you'll find relatability in all. Number one is finances. If a person is having financial issues or isn't financially disciplined or isn't aware of finances, then that's going to be causing this person not to have any time. The reason why a person doesn't have any time is for the simple fact that they're always trying to make up for the money that they either spent or they're trying to pay back. So first is finances. Then we go down a cycle and then we have no time. So since they don't have, they have to make up for this money, going to the gym, cooking their meals, studying, taking courses, getting more certifications, they don't have the time for that. But then it goes into the cycle of fatigue. So we have finances, no time, fatigue. I often find fatigue or finances be the main main causes the finances and fatigue if a person root causes fatigue then they don't have the energy to then put the extra work in for self-development and working on themselves to increase their finances so when people think about money and want to get into finances one thing that to remind you is that the amount of money that you earn a year is all based on the amount of services you provide so if you want to make more money, you have to find a way to provide more service. It sounds very simple, but it's, that's what it is. I heard that in 2017, and as someone who came from poverty and who had a perspective that money was evil because I was poor growing up, it changed my whole perspective about money. Money is energy. It's currency. So if I'm, gonna, I'm giving you time and energy and I'm helping you transform, then when I'm done, I have to find a way to feed myself and shelter myself. And usually the time and energy I devoted towards a human being, they trade me with energy of finances. And then I'm able to take that finances and build, uh, continue to build the business, go feed myself and go pay my bills. Now, there was a quote that I heard that made me laugh that my mentor, Paul Check told me, he said, Nate, Buddha had to pay rent. What he means is it doesn't matter who you are or how loving you are. At the end of the day, you have bills as well. So finance is usually aligned to the amount of value you put out into the world. And we're going to get more into that as we go into the podcast, because I'm going to help you dive a little deeper. Finances is going to be probably one of the most important things for all of you in 2024. And I'm going to give you the reason why, my friend. But if a person is too tired and they can't do any self-development work or work on themselves or have energy to actually be consistent with their own job and their own work, 
then there's really not really a chance of them getting a promotion. Or if they're an entrepreneur, there's going to be, um, you know, it's going to be pretty challenging not to continue to increase their knowledge to continue to increase their finances. And then usually a person with fatigue and then financial issues never has time. So instead of cooking, they then order out, which then puts them more in financial issues. You see what I'm saying? It's a nasty cycle. So for each three, we're going to break down on how to solve this because in order for you to be consistent on making a goal come true and rewiring your subconscious mind, you need consistent energy. And you can't have distractions. You can't have financial stress that's going to put you in survival mode. You can't have no time and then not have time to actually work on yourself and take time for yourself to continue to do self-development work because then that leaves you fatigued and then you see how the cycle goes i i'm going to state each of these but i'm going to state and bring to your attention and make you aware of 2024 i wrote this down so many times and to be honest with you i plan i filmed this podcast twice already and i had technical difficulties <laughs> so you know this is my third time filming this podcast episode and i'm saying that to say i had a whole bunch of notes I think I got to kind of memorize, but I'm going to give you a couple facts and I have a reference for you. Before I give you the facts, I'm going to let you know the reference. It's a, a podcast called Impact Theory with Patrick David, who's a financial expert who stated these statistics. I'll give you a few. In the last 12 to 15 months, America has raised its rates by 4.88%. Historically, America raises its rates every three to three and a half year span. Sometimes a six year span, it raises rates. But America just raised it from 12 to 15 months, very fast. America is $35 trillion in debt right now. Right now, credit card, credit card debt is the highest it's ever been. Credit card interest rates are the highest it's ever been. People are not making car payments right now. Renting is 55% cheaper than actually owning a home. So there's a financial thing stemming up right now. And the statistic was the last five times interest rates have raised, according to the last month that interest rates were raised, usually it's, it's followed up by a recession 11 months after. So if the last time interest rates were raised were September, that means if it follows the trend of the last five times, August of 2024, a recession is going to hit. What does that have to do with you? What does that have to do with your mind, body, and emotions? It has a lot. The number one thing to be aware of is if we become aware of this and we start preparing for the possibility of this, then when this does occur, we'll be not only ready, but we can thrive in this. And here's what I mean by that. When 2020 uh, happened, when the pandemic happened, I had no idea that was going to happen. None of us really knew that was going to happen, right? For the most part. But it was around November 2020, I mean, 2019, I was in the gym and I was preparing to run like a marathon. I was trying to, I was going to surprise my client and jump in one of the marathons I was training her for. And I'm looking up at the news and I'm seeing the, this, this virus travel around a particular country. And I saw it taking people out. And I said, yo, if that would have happened over here, we're going to have problems. So what I immediately started doing is I started to prepare just in case, not prepare with like 30 gallons of water in my house and, you know, 
toilet paper. No, I started to prepare finances. I was like, all right, Nate, you're going to put this amount away. You're going to hustle up a little more. You're going to make this amount and just in case. And before you knew it, it hit. And it happened to hit my town as the first town in the East Coast. I was in Westchester. And it shut my gym down. And when it shut my gym down, I went to L.A. And I had a good amount of money put away where I was fine for that moment. And then at that moment, my energy was still high. I had uh, time. And I had finances. And I tripled down on self-development. And when I tripled down on self-development, that's actually when I lost my gym which was one-to-one fitness in Mamaroneck, New York. And I started Be Great With Nate. I started Be Great With Nate podcast. I started Be Great With Nate. I started Be Great With Nate TikTok. I didn't have a TikTok account. I only had like a thousand followers on Instagram. I had like 300 subscribers on YouTube. I doubled down right there. Pop, 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 pop. And that's when I just grew. So what I'm saying to you is, if you become aware and you become honest with some things, you can prepare. And... I know most of you are feeling the way I'm feeling and my little brother Brandon's feeling. Brandon and I always have conversations like, yo, we make good money and we got to be still on point where our money's going because it's like things are so expensive these days. So one thing historically on how inflation could go down and one thing that Patrick David has stated in this interview is that the Federal Reserve is waiting for two things to happen. Number one, In order to get inflation down, unemployment needs to increase. So what does that have to do with you again? Well, if you're you're working at a company, unemployment means you're not having a job. Now, if America is $35 trillion in debt, Patrick David stated that the companies in the United States that are not in the S&P 500, for the most part, are going to be the companies that are not gonna really survive 2024. There's gonna be a lot of companies having to sell. And he states that him and a lot of other people are waiting to buy a lot of these companies because they're gonna be for sale in the next few months. Therefore, if you're working for a particular company that happens to be going on sale, then usually what happens is when a new owner comes in, sometimes they switch a lot of things up, they fire a lot of people, et cetera. Not trying to scare you, I'm preparing you. When we're, when we're prepared and we can see it coming, it's called the mastermind. A really good song to listen to is Nas Mastermind. Listen to that song. Mastermind. See, it comes before it comes. Mastermind. Like he told you what a mastermind is, right? And I used to listen to that song all the time when I was a kid and, to, and still to, uh, to this day. It's a mantra that I use. So number two, we need more houses to be sold. But right now, Houses today, it's the lowest it's been in 20 years. Mortgage applications today is the lowest it's been in 27 years. So after 2020, 2021, 2022, everybody's buying houses, everybody's doing their thing, then boom, interest rates at seven, eight percent, nobody's buying houses and nobody's selling it. Why would somebody want to sell a house to downgrade into a seven, eight percent interest rate when their house right now they're in, they probably got for two to three percent and they don't got to move because they, they their payments are going to be cheaper. It's just staying. So what Patrick David has stated in this interview is that they know that people are going to be running out of cash because most people who started working from home were able to get a couple jobs and started to save up money and they're sitting on that cash. He says that they know the reserves, the Federal Reserve knows that these people are about to run out of money. Now, if 
unemployment goes up and people run out of their savings, then people are forced to sell their houses. You see that? So, like I said, I'm not trying to scare you here, but I have to bring this to your awareness because if you're already in energy debt and you're trying to become the best version of you in 2024 and you're trying to transform your life in 2024 and I come here and just say, read these four books or do this and do that and I'm not real with you, then it's not going to really be a reality. It's going to be very difficult to do that if we're not aware with this kind of information. The next thing I want to state here is a quote from Jamie Dimon who is the, um, the CEO of JP Morgan, he says right now is the scariest time in America in decades due to the economy and what may happen. Now, I know some of you are probably were like me at the moment when I started hearing this information. Yeah, they've been saying this to, since 2020. Yeah, they've been saying this since 2021. Yeah, they've been, I'm with you on that. But the truth is this. Right now, if the statistics are continuing to get worse, they continue to get worse. Some people will tell you inflation doesn't exist right now. But the truth is this. Student loans forgiveness, it, people are paying the student loans again. Credit card debt is the highest it's been. People can't afford to buy homes. People are then forced to rent, even though rent is being cheaper than buying. How many of you want to go rent an apartment or go rent something and you're paying way more than what it's worth? Because the value of the dollar continues to drop the more we print the dollar. Meaning, the more that we print money, the, the, the more the value of the dollar goes down. And that hurts the lower and middle class. The reason why that hurts the lower and middle class is because the, the rich, the top, top, top people, they don't care about how much money gets printed because they benefit from it. The middle and lower class will use their money to buy products that are all owned by the S&P 500. Therefore, the money that they're printing goes right back up to the top of the food chain. So the lower and middle class will still buy Apple. They still buy Microsoft. They'll still go on Amazon.com. So they use their money that's being printed and they use their money to continue to buy products. And these products happen to be serving and, ha and having transformations without a doubt. If you're an entrepreneur during this time, it's very important for you to understand these statistics because if clients or your potential clients and you run into business and people are losing their jobs, then you're going to be usually the first ones that people fire if you're not bringing a significant transformation to someone's life. So this may be the time to start reorganize your value and the offers that you have and make your offers irresistible. Make your packages irresistible. Give everything that you can to transform someone's life because people are going to need that transformation, whatever service you may provide. But if you're trying to, if you've been doing a pretty good job of selling, you know, upselling and doing all that, it may be time to try to package everything and give an irresistible offer to your clients because it, it may be a very challenging year financially for a lot of people. And that's not including um, the election that's going to come, the stress that may come with that as well. A couple of things of action. Um, we're going to dive a lot more into some actionable things, but some good references for this to get you out of the mindset of feeling like you can't make money or you're scared of making money or you, just the mindset of it. I I used to watch Bob Proctor. I used to watch Brian Tracy on how to become a millionaire or how million millionaire habits. Very, very good YouTube videos I used to watch back in the day. 
when it comes down to learning a little bit about the basics of what to do with money, Dave Ramsey is an amazing resource, um, to be quite honest with you. I watched a lot of Dave Ramsey back in 2020, 2021 and 2022. Uh, Dave Ramsey, a lot of people don't like him for the simple fact that Dave, Ram Dave Ramsey, you got to do the work, right? There's no easy way out. There's no using credit cards and things in that nature. And there's a fight or argument that credit card debt can be good debt as long as you grow it and things like that. And I can see people's points for that to leverage a business and stuff like that. I can see that. But uh, between you and I, I never took a loan for my business. Everything that I built with my business was straight from my, my profit of what I earned the year prior. I just, I don't know. I feel some type of way about having like business, too many loans. It may be, become time to be a little more disciplined with your money. Start looking at things that are a liability versus an asset. So if something is not bringing you back energy or bringing you back money, then it becomes a liability. For an example, I had a 2019 S-Class 560 AMG package. In Los Angeles, I did so many meetings in that, in that car. I drove all over LA all day. I was driving around. It was an asset. It, 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 it was definitely an asset. But... Then when I moved, I brought a home and I'm back on the East Coast in the New York City area, I'm back in Jersey. My car became a liability. I wasn't moving around as much. I wasn't doing all the meetings. So I had this pretty car sitting in front of my house that I had to look at one day and say, Nate, this is becoming a liability now. I sold my car and I sold, I liquidated a lot of things that were no longer an asset to me. And emotionally, it can be hard to do that because you get emotionally attached to these kind of things. I knew I did. I am like, oh my God, I want to get my car up, dog. You know, but then I'm like, I one thing that has helped me and maybe it can help you is I started to see how much freedom cost a month. So I looked at all my expenses and I said, how much does it cost for one month of freedom? So let's just say you do that and it's $4,000. Then you have to, you'll start looking at money and your time differently. So wherever you put, if something costs 4000 you you will stop and say, okay, is this worth one month of freedom? And that's how I started looking at my life. And that really, 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 really changed my life. It put, I have, because when you're in energy debt, it increases survival mode and you have pressure on you all day. It's like you can't really relax because you got to figure out, you're making up for time, but at the same time, you're tired. And then on top of that, you got to make money to survive. The second thing you can do to protect your time from people wasting your time or you giving your time out too much is add up how much you're worth an hour. So you can take your salary and get your hourly pay from that. As an entrepreneur, you got to figure out, you know, how much you're, you know, worth an hour. Then think about how much time you gave people who didn't deserve your time and energy. If you're someone who works at a job and you work eight hours, but you usually find yourself working 12 hours because you're overdoing things because subconsciously you fear of losing your job if you don't go above and beyond. That extra four hours, if you make $20 an hour, for an example, that's $80 of, of, of money you're giving away to people. If you add that up in one week, then add that up in one month, you'll find yourself at thousands of dollars that you're giving people. You'll get, that can be something that can really help you tighten up your time a little bit, but also give you a different perspective about your worth. So the finances has a lot to do with you want assets over liabilities. Then the goal is not greed. 
The goal is freedom. The freedom then puts you in a position to continuously work on the, the conscious things and habits that become subconscious to help you become the new, you never knew, the new version of yourself in 2024. So the freedom is something we need. We need that time. So as you can see, energy debt plays a huge role when it comes down to a person not being consistent on making something conscious become subconscious. Therefore, we have to make sure we get ourselves out of energy debt. So we talked about a little bit about the finances. We became aware of all that. And then doing all that, we have to be honest. Are you, can you be better with finances? Are you trying to help everybody with money like I was? Are you unaware of a lot of things with finances? How many of you were unaware what, how much interest you would be paying on your mortgage? I didn't know. I just saw a number. I'm like, oh, that's not a lot. 4% or 5%. That's not a lot. But then when I saw my monthly payments, I saw 70% of my money was actually going to the bank and only 30% was going to my house, paying my house off. I didn't know that. I didn't know when I bought a car that says $72,000 on it, it came out to $96,000 after all the fees and taxes. Most of the things, especially as a one percenter, which I'm going to be introducing a lot more in, in my podcast, is a one percenter is a, a name that I give myself and I start to give the niche of the people I work with, my clients. It's usually a person who's overcoming generational trauma and poverty. Usually they are the first ones in their family to be doing things that nobody has ever done. So things like maybe the first one to go to college, the first one to actually have a real job, the first, a real job with like, you know, making good amount of money with some insurance. They're the first one in their family to accomplish things. And there's already a pressure on these people, on us, because we already had to start from level one on everything to the point where we can't afford to get tired because when we become tired, it stops us from continuously changing the paradigm in our, in our DNA because we have a vision for the kids and the generation after us. And we want to give a better life to the ones before us before they go. That's a one percenter. Well, one percenters, we don't know a lot of the things about finances. We didn't, we, we're just learning. We're learning everything new while someone else that it happens not to be a one percenter, maybe their great grandfather has set all this up for them and educated their you know, their grandfather and then their father and then et cetera. So it's very different for one percenters. One percenters were starting from zero as we go through this. A lot of times one percenters have no time because of that amount of pressure, but also the amount of time that we're devoting to our loved ones because we want to, we're like the hero. But the truth of the matter is, is the more we are trying to save our loved ones without giving them or making them personally responsible to take their own actions in their own life, the more we're, we're weakening them, unfortunately. We're making them weak. So we can give education, we can do all that, but we have to set the example. We set the example by taking action, and then we teach them, then they should be start taking action. But if we happen to find ourselves always having to go and save them, save them, save them, save them, we're creating energy debt for ourselves, and then we're going to be struggling. And then, of course, fatigue is something that will happen after that. One percenters have a, a sensitive nervous system. So if they don't know how to take care of their body with nutrition, movement, breathing, thinking, et cetera, then they're going to be very tired. So when a person one day is not in so much energy debt or has good energy and is not fatigued and has time, they feel like they could take on the world. 2024 is going to be my year. 2024 is going to be an amazing time. 
2024, I'm going to accomplish my goals. But then if they don't know, they don't master the why and stay aware and honest with their actions, then they'll see the old them come back up. And this won't be something that would take like week to week. It, it can happen like hour to hour. It can happen like seven o'clock in the morning, you're ready to take on the world, eight o'clock in, in the morning, all your confidence just left, energy left. Now you're negative. Now you're like, I can't do this. Not all these things that are not true start popping back up. I call this the 50-50 mindset. So the old you is connected to energy debt and survival mode, but the new you is connected to having energy, using the aha, right, method, having a purpose, protecting their energy, reminding themselves they're one percenter. With each, the difference is the alignment of how action is taken. The old you, when it is in energy debt and survival mode, will have will use utilize your old perceptions, sensations, feelings, and thoughts that then will stop you from taking action. So what that means is it's the same example I kind of made earlier. You say you was going to wake up early in the morning. You was going to go do, you know, your workouts. You was going to go work on your self-development. And as you wake up, your perception is, oh, my God, it's so early. The old you, this is what the old you is doing, the little voice. Oh, my God, it's so it's early. The sensation is, the bed is so warm and so cold out. The feelings is, I'm so tired. Then the thought is, you should try again tomorrow. Now those perceptions and sensations and feelings and thoughts create a result of no action. If there's no action, you stay the old you. You're not, there's no rewind of subconscious mind. And it's a nasty cycle. And then the new you, in order to create the new you, you have to first start by taking action. You cannot sit there and allow any perception, sensation, feelings, or thoughts even enter your mind. So when I wake up in the morning, I take my right leg, I pull it up towards my head, and I throw it, and I use that momentum to jump out of bed every morning. Sometimes it wakes my fiance up. She's used to it now. It's almost nine years I've been doing this with her. I've been doing this since I was a kid. Why? Because still to this day, there could be times that old me tries to pull that off on me. Hit snooze. I never hit snooze. Hit snooze five more minutes. As soon as you give into that, you're going you're gonna to be creating a nasty cycle. I don't give my body an option. I don't give my mind an option. We're getting up and we have somewhere to go. We have things we have to do today. When you start taking action, the more you take action and action and action with anything, not only will wake up in the morning with your goals, with your dreams, with your nutrition, with your working out. Oh my God, it's raining outside. Maybe I should go to the gym tomorrow. No, go right now. Don't let the thoughts and feelings and sensations get to you. And guess what happens when you do that? Over time, you create new perceptions, sensations, feelings, and thoughts. Therefore, you create the new you. You see that? So the old you versus the new you the 50-50 mindset always will occur as soon as you get out of balance with energy debt. As soon as you get into energy debt, it's over. The old you will come back every single time. Even a year from now, if you if you do your thing in 2024 and you do everything and you become the new version of you, as soon as you get into energy debt, the old you will come back. I'll show you how. You ready? I'll show you this happened to you before. Think about something that you were doing. You were on the roll. Maybe a year or maybe two years, maybe three years. What happened? Boom. You ever know somebody, this probably happened to you. You lost all this weight at one point. You was in shape. You was reading every day or you were building your business or 
you were doing something that was like you on on track. And then you look back on pictures and you go, what happened? I used to be this. I used to do that. Don't look at yourself like that. You didn't, you weren't, you're not aware that what most likely happened is you got into energy debt. The old you came back. It happened to me. It happened to me. 2021 and 2022. I went into energy debt. I could not understand on how when all my goals and dreams were <laughs> coming true, how the hell was I becoming fat and tired and miserable when everything that I wished for was manifesting in front of my eyes? So everything I'm teaching you here is everything I had to pull myself through. And then I looked for it in my clients. And then I go, oh, there's a cycle here. So we can get rid of the 50-50 mindset as long as we put ourselves in a position that we control the energy debt. The more we control the energy debt, then the more we have, we could be consistent with the conscious, which means new goals, new ideas that then can become subconscious. Now, this is going to be part one of this episode. I'm going to be making a couple parts to it because you'll be here for three, four hours with me if I were to go through you know, we're on, this is step four. So now we just went through the stages of awareness and then some honesty. So what I want you to do right now after this episode is before we, I teach you all the actionable steps that I'm going to be bringing you through in this podcast series, I really want you to think about the following. Number one, how much you worth an hour and how much time have you been given people and and make sure you do the numbers. So let's just say you were $50 an hour and you gave out 30 hours in the last 30 days. Do 50 times 30. That's the amount of money that you gave. That's the amount of money you gave away. Right? I know it can sound a little aggressive, but I have to get your mind into a perspective of understanding the importance of your time and your energy. Number two, do you have a what kind of do you have more liabilities than assets? Or do you have more assets than liabilities as a reminder? An asset is something that is actually making you money. So me doing, you know, I, I'm just going to be real authentic and honest. I invested a lot of money into this new podcast setup that I have here. So you should be able to hear the microphone is a little better. The lighting is better. The camera is better. That right there is an investment. And this right here, what it does is it continuously grows my business. This is all, this is all assets here. To be quite honest with you, if I go and buy a new car, that is going to be a liability for me right now. And I'm going to be real with you. Every time I drive on the road and I see some new Maybach or I see a new car, I have to, mm, mm. man, sometimes I got to, oh, because you don't know I'm back. I got the urge to just want to pull up and go buy a brand new car. I just love cars. That's, that's like my thing. Everybody has their one thing. My thing is cars. But I have to remind myself, Nate, that right there will cost you two years of freedom. Boom. I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm not interested. So the next one is how much is one month of freedom? So I want you to start thinking about how much is one month of freedom. And with these little exercises, it will start changing or giving you a different perception about how to use your money or what you're doing with your money. 
Therefore, if you have a little more put away or if you have a little more invested into more assets, simple things, right? I'm not talking about going into the stock market and none of that. I'm not doing that. I'm not a financial advisor. When I do try to give advice like that, I bring on experts for that. I'm not giving you, I'm talking about, before you even do that, do the simple things. As you're doing that, then now when it comes down to energy debt, you'll have more control there. And if the statistics support the down, not the, the troubles that may come in 2024 with the economy, you won't be in fight or flight or survival mode as much because you've been controlling where your dollar is going. Therefore, you have a little more leverage. Therefore, you have a little more freedom. Therefore, you have a little more time. Therefore, you can stay consistent with working on yourself and building, building more assets for yourself. Okay. The second thing is that I want you to start to become aware of, or I want you to start thinking about is what are some of the perceptions, sensations, feelings, and thoughts the old you has that is no longer serving you. So the perception of money, the perception with nutrition, the perception of how far you can go in your life based on where you were raised and your background, the feelings of not being enough, the thoughts of, of, of thinking you're not smart enough, whatever it may be. I want you to make a list of the things of the old you. Then I want you on the left piece of, on the left side of a piece of paper. Then I want you to take an arrow, draw an arrow across and put the new you and flip the coin. Give me the opposite perspective. Give me the version of you that you would like to become. Right now we're getting clear. We're getting more clear. So for an ex example, if you have the feelings of not being enough, the arrow was the opposite, not being enough. I am enough. If you have the if you have the perception that you're that money is evil or you're not going to be able to make money, you draw that arrow and go, money equals energy. And the amount of money slash energy I have is based on the amount of value I serve. I mean of the value, yeah, I'm serving. Therefore, if I want to make more money, I have to serve more value. I have to provide more value to the world. Right? These little bit of things is is getting rid of the things about the old you that were never mastered or broken down and alchemized into something differently. Therefore, the only thing that the subconscious mind knows is that one particular thing and to feel that one particular thing because you never gave it the other side. We, we're trying to show you consciously and make you feel and visualize the other side to use as a self-image and practice this as you continue to, to make and build the new you, right? So this is going to be a couple steps to your homework. And then in the next podcast, I'm going to be bringing you through the following steps so we can continue to build you, the new you, the blueprint to the best version of yourself going into, as we're in 2024, we can take advantage and we can continuously grow and prosper and become a mastermind to become the best version of ourselves. If you enjoyed this podcast, thank you for listening. Please leave a review. Share this with a friend or family that needs to hear this. And I would see you in the next podcast episode. You should be getting, for those that are on the tribe list, you will be getting an email from me this week. If you're not on the tribe list, you can join that for free. It's down in the description. And stick around for the next episode. It's going to be a deep one. We're going to continue to take the action now with the new you. Peace.